0: So today uh, I'm in the green zone of uh, COP26 and uh, looking around at some of the ideas and solutions. And we were joined while we were having a cup of tea by um, Edwin from the Royal Society of Chemistry. Um, Edwin, uh, I'm fascinated. What can chemists bring to the party to help try and mitigate climate change? Uh,
1: So there's a a huge range of things that um, chemists are working on. mitigating um, it environmentally but also um, the sort of peripheral um, requirements that in order to get to net zero we need to deliver on new technologies and the area that we're looking at most closely at the moment is batteries and mm-hmm. energy storage because um, we're going to need depending on where you are in the world I know that that's that's something that um, is is close to your hearts as well but um, if you're in Kenya there's a very different um, kind of uh, availability of, um, uh, of, of energy from the sun, uh, from say in yeah. Glasgow on an average day. So yeah, we uh, um, as the Royal Society of Chemistry, we've got this uh, enormous community around the world and what we've tried to do is bring together scientists from um, all continents, all nations, to, uh, to sort of give their expertise and talk about the different chemistries for different batteries and energy solutions um, that are in research and will be absolutely crucial in combating climate change.
0: Excellent. So um, we, we've we all heard about the, the lithium-ion batteries in sure. cars. Are there some really good new technologies that are going to massively change just around the corner?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So um, we um, had a panel discussion a couple of weeks ago um, with uh, people in um, America, China, India, um, and some of the things that are um, very close to um, being brought into uh, production now, sodium ion, um, so different energy density and the kind of the requirement for different types of technologies for different solutions for different uses um, is is so crucial because that wouldn't work in an aircraft, for example. So there are you know, totally, uh, totally different solutions that are being worked on there. So yes, absolutely, a big, big range of things, and that's one of the things that we I'm glad really you enjoy. mentioned
0: aeroplanes. It's one of my passions is, is seeing what the future may hold. Obviously, yeah. the energy density of kerosene in an aeroplane sure. to jet fuel yeah. to make it fly is enormous. Yeah. Is there a hope that we might have sufficiently high energy density um, renewable storage to actually achieve
1: flight? Potentially so and I I know that um, there are all sorts of ideas that people have with using things like um, metal organic frameworks, MOFs, um, which allow you to store uh, fuels at a much higher density because of the way some clever chemistry um, works and so potentially having um, the wings of planes made out of these uh, materials that would allow you to then have um, you know, uh, hydrogen storage or something that would be a kind of renewable um, fuel. Um, so yes, there, there are you know a whole range of things. And I would um, say to anybody who's watching, if they want to have a look on uh, our YouTube channel, um, so uh, Royal Society of Chemistry on YouTube, and we've got a big collection of those um, those discussions that we've brought together chemistry experts, um, and you can find that top 26 on our youtube channel
0: excellent thank you very much for your time edwin Absolutely and uh, i look forward to finding out about all sorts of new innovations that the chemists have come up with and then the physicists have put together with day. <laughs> exactly.
1: yeah i mean that that is something that's crucial to say actually is that um a lot of these things do involve interdisciplinary mm. research and yeah. so one of the most important things that we um we recognize is that interdisciplinarity um and so yeah bringing together people not just chemists but yes we we uh Recognise the importance of the physicists Excellent. as well. One
0: final question yeah, sure. is: in citizen science, is there room for citizen science in chemistry?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, we we've done a whole range of things in our kind of public engagement capacity, um, and we um, we are a not-for-profit organisation, but we um, we have a, a publishing wing. So our, our publishing journals make us um, a surplus, so that we can reinvest that into charitable activities, um, so people pay to sort of publish their, uh, their research in our, in our journal, so we use that. And yes, one of the, the big things that we fund is, is outreach activities, um, and some of those things yeah go to all sorts of exciting um, citizen science projects.
0: Well, chemistry certainly sounds a lot more exciting than when I was at school, so thank you very much for your time Edwin. Absolute pleasure.